Friday night under the lights at Pataudry marked our last home game of the season against Hearts. We have more on that. Plus, we hear from departing captain Graham Shinney and announce the AFC Player of the Year on the AFC Donscast on Tuesday, the 14th of May. one at Pataudry for this season on Friday night with third still all to play for in the Scottish Premiership to at least secure a European spot. Derek McInnes included Graham Shinney in the starting lineup. his final match at Pataudry. Andy Considine returned from suspension with Mikey Devlin and Stevie May dropping to the bench. And we had to wait until early in the second half for a goal, courtesy of Lewis Ferguson, who opened the scoring in the 54th minute after a James Wilson cutback to Ferguson, who volleyed the ball into the net past Doyle. Hearts' Bobby Burns equalised in the 65th minute before Greg Stewart secured the winner in the 77th when he picked up a Wilson cross on the penalty spot and fired the ball home. Derek McInnes was happy with the result. I think we spoke at half-time about, you know, we've just got to find a way. Let's don't leave it for next week. You know, it might be too late next week. You know, we've got to leave everything out there. And we spoke about trying to get the ball on your feet a bit more in the forward areas. And I thought Wilson, we had a wee subtle change, played him on the outside, on, uh, on that right-hand side a bit more. You can see they're clearly lacking in width. Um, no real wide players, senior wide players there with Connor, Gary and Niwet. Um So the onus was on Max on the left-hand side and James gave us that and two assists. One was left foot for Fergie's goal, a brilliant finish for the wee man. I thought Ferguson was all over the second half, he was outstanding. And then James sets up Greg's goal. Um, Great turn of pace, lovely pull back cross to the penalty spot. Nice weight on it for Greg to put a side foot finish. He's still got a hell of a lot to do, Greg, and obviously off his wrong side, nestling at the top corner. What a brilliant moment for us. You know, it's a lot of the games this season, you know, when we've recovered from losing a poor goal, um, sorry, we've not always recovered from losing a poor goal this, the, the, this second half of the season at home. You know, fair play to Hearts, they get bodies in the box from the throw in, um, they take a quick throw in and they get their equaliser. But what we've lacked at times at home when teams have sat in against us and we've been difficult to break down is finding those moments of quality. And we've, had, we've been without Greg fully fit for the second half of the season. Niall at times, Gary, corner for periods of time. And these are the types of guys that can make a difference in combination of Wilson and Stewart. Their quality gets us a winning goal. As I mentioned, this was the last match at Pataudry for Graham Shinney. Red TV caught up with him after the match to reflect on his time at the club. It was a nice way to finish your career here at Pataudry, wasn't it? To, to be able to go and, and thank the fans because mm. they've been a big part in the four years that you've been here at Pataudry? Yeah, definitely. They've been great. Um, everyone at the club's been great. That's the, the hard part of it is, is obviously moving on, but um, the fans understand my decision, which is easier. Um, it was a good send-off. So you head for Derby. You may have Max Law alongside you. He's a left-back. They may look at you as a left-back. <laughs> you could be in opposition to one another. 
<laughs> Max will win that hands down. He's been he's been brilliant this season, um, and it'll be good sort of going down to the dressing room having him there. Um, it'll, it'll be good, and, and hopefully he can go down there and flourish like he has here. But thinking about this game tonight, it was so important to get three points, not just to finish the season in a high here at Petodri, but to get ourselves ahead of Kilmarnock and put the pressure on them for the last couple of games. Yeah, definitely. Um, to get back to, to winning ways after a tough couple of results against the old firm, um, like you say, it was important to to get that win, put the points on the board. We'll keep an eye out tomorrow, see what happens there, and then we look forward to the game next week. Well, Graham, thanks very much for everything Thank you've you. given Aberdeen Football Club and Thank we'll you. wish you every success. In Thank the you future. very much. Thank Cheers. You. Earlier in the week, Graham took time out to talk about his decision to sign for Derby County. Yeah, I mean, like I said there, the, the club done done everything they possibly could to, to try and keep me and I always felt that it made it a little bit tougher for me as well. Um, I've got a great relationship with the manager here, probably one of the strongest I've had with a manager. Um, great relationship with the fans, um, so yeah, it was, it was always going to be tough, and, and sort of the offer that they made was 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 really good, and obviously the best they could offer me. But like you say, it was it was more than that. It was the opportunity for me to to go down to a club and, and try and push to to get in the Premier League, and um, the sort of thought of that was was too much to turn down. Catch live audio and video of our next match only on Red TV. Subscribe now for full match day coverage, replays, highlights and all the goals, exclusive interviews and behind-the-scenes content. Sign up now at redtv.afc.co.uk. The best of the action only on Red TV. On your phone, on your tablet and online. This is the AFC Don's Cast News. Thomas Cooney has signed a one-year contract extension to keep him at the club until next summer. Thomas has made only one senior appearance for the Dons in our 2-1 win against Hibs at Easter Road in February. And the transfer rumours are hotting up already, with Derek McInnes admitting conversations of a return for Ash Taylor have taken place. Ash left Aberdeen in 2017, but has been transfer-listed by Northampton after 78 appearances and six goals in two seasons. Whilst conversations have taken place, Derek said that we'd like to take another centre-back in, and they're also looking Looking at other options, so maybe this is not as cut as dry as it looks. Meanwhile, it's reported the club are also open talks with Motherwell striker Curtis Main. The 26-year-old is out of contract at Fir Park, having scored six goals in 37 appearances for Motherwell, and is considering whether to return to England or stay in Scotland. Tommy Hoban's Watford future looks in doubt after he spoke about the injury he suffered while on loan with Aberdeen. The Hornets player damaged his cruciate ligament for the second time in under two years in February of this year and is not expected to be match ready until October this year. With his contract at Vicarage Road due to expire this summer, Hoban said he had heard nothing from the club yet but that he expected to hear from them in the near future. Don's boss Derek McInnes has offered Hoban a lifeline should he not be offered a new contract with Watford by suggesting he would like to sign him on a permanent basis, a move which Hoban admits interests him. And the Dons made a sensational comeback in our final match against Celtic in the Club Academy Scotland under 18 league at Balmoral Park on Friday after going into half-time three goals down. They made sure of sorting that out though in the second half with goals from Henrati, Shanks and two from Ramsey securing a remarkable 4-3 win for the Young Dons. More Don's News straight after this. 
We were asked if we could help out, and in the drop of a heart, we said yes for the family of a Highland toddler who suffers from a rare blood cancer and are in a race against time to find a bone marrow donor. Two-year-old Adeline Davidson from Russia was diagnosed following a routine checkup, and in an unusual move, friends of the family are organising an open donor session in a bid to identify a life-saving match. Nicola McCauley reports. It's three weeks since Adeline Davidson became a big sister to twins Jude and Josie. But what should be the happiest of times for the toddler and her family is shrouded in uncertainty. The two-year-old needs a bone marrow transplant after being diagnosed with a rare blood cancer. Her parents are now in a desperate search for a donor. We know the signs now because we know when she's symptomatic of low platelets or low blood cells. But before, um, we just thought she was a bit clumsy, um, a bit pale. But you still don't go to the extremes of thinking your child has a, a blood cancer. Adeline's parents are still trying to come to terms with the devastating diagnosis. I found it difficult to believe at first. I, just looking at Adeline, I couldn't believe that somebody was telling me how ill she was. She still just looked like the perfect little girl. Yeah. Just devastated. Yeah. I was like, still am every day. While the search for a donor goes on, Adeline is dependent on blood transfusions. Three potential bone marrow matches have been identified in the UK, with another 32 worldwide. Friends have now rallied round to organise an open donor session through the blood cancer charity DKMS. It involves taking a mouth swab from healthy adults aged between 18 and 55. It's hoped this could identify more potential matches. A similar initiative to help a young leukaemia sufferer in Worcester saw 5,000 people turn out to be tested. We just think that making this known to everybody and how easy it is to become a stem cell donor... Um, it's just so important and so easy and to be honest I think it should be something that's compulsory and you know it's not hard and you know if you knew you were saving someone's life especially a little one you would just do anything. The open donor session takes place this Saturday at Beloch Village Hall in Burness between 10am and 5pm and we'd really appreciate it if you could take time out to do register as a potential donor. On your phone, on your tablet and online. This is the AFC Don's Cast News. In the other games from the weekend, Kilmarnock returned to third place in the Premiership table thanks to a 1-0 win over Hibs at Rugby Park, courtesy of an Eamon Brophy penalty. St Johnston guaranteed seventh spot with a 2-0 victory over Madewell at McDermott Park, while relegated Dundee ended a 10-game losing run by beating Livingston 1-0 at the Tony Macaroni Arena. Inverness Cali Thistle drew one all with Air United to complete a 4-2 aggregate success and set up a Premiership playoff semi-final with Dundee United. On Sunday, the Rangers won 2-0 against Celtic in the top of the table clash at Ibrox. On Monday night, St Mirren beat Hamilton 2-0. The win moves Oren Kearney's side to within a point of Hamilton, who are at home to St Johnston on Saturday, and St Mirren, who occupy the relegation playoff place, go to Dundee. And talking about Dundee, Dundee manager Jim McIntyre has left the club after his side's relegation from the Scottish Premiership. The Dark Blues ended a run of 10 consecutive defeats with a 1-0 away win to Livingston, but their relegation had already been confirmed after their loss to Hamilton Ackies the week before. Aberdeen have agreed a multi-year extension with shirt sponsor Saltar Energy and have also unveiled their home kit for next season. Saltar become the longest-running shirt sponsor in the club's history, having first appeared in the kit for the 2014 and 15 season. You can pre-order the kit now at afc.co.uk forward slash shop and it's available to purchase in-store at the club shop from 9.30am on Thursday the 23rd of May. Albert DNA members have until Sunday the 19th of May to place their pre-order and this kit will be available to collect or purchase also on the 
the 23rd of May. And finally, in the new section, Aberdeen Football Club announced last week a new partnership with Robert Gordon University, which will see the education body become the club's official education partner. The new partnership will support further learning opportunities and professional development for staff, first-team women and youth academy players. RG students will also be offered the opportunity to enjoy work experience, internships and placements at the club. We are now in a partnership with RGU. The, the main thing is we have a, a women's team, youth academy players and first team who are looking at further education. So what better way is to join forces with the RGU and look at the different options we can offer, what they can offer to our players. But at the same time, it helps them to engage with our fan base and get them to think about, we'll get the fan base to think about the options which are available in the northeast of Scotland, specifically at RGU. Um, we have had a long-standing relationship with Aberdeen Football Club, but we would hope to increase uh, the potential for work experience and for placements with many of our courses uh, across a range of uh, skills within Aberdeen Football Club. I mean, we have collaborated for many years through placements through RGU Sport, but this, um, I think, synergistic collaboration now actually seals uh, the partnership which uh, I think for both organisations has many, many benefits. It's using their skills and expertise and getting their professionals into the club, but also using some of their students to get them into the club as well and getting them to work with our professionals. I think it's a key thing for us, into, especially with the move to Kingsford. There are, as I say, exciting opportunities ahead, um, new training pitches. Uh, we have many courses, as I say, that can support sports science, performance analysis. I think the area that we probably underestimate is the collaboration and research and uh, potential research opportunities with um, Aberdeen Football Club in the future. As a graduate myself, again, it's working with RGU, bringing in the students, getting them to work with their teams, getting them to understand the world of football and business at the end of the day, and helping them and looking at the careers available in football as well. So there's more than just football, um, the players on the field, but it's what they can do behind the scenes, the business side of things, and I think it's, uh, it's a great partnership and a strong partnership for us. Aberdeen season ticket holders and Aberdeen members are being invited to hear an update on the future vision and strategy of the club at an event tomorrow night at 6.30pm in the AI suite at Pataudry. We'll have more from that on next week's AFC Donscast. And if you're looking for a treat for Father's Day on the 16th of June, Aberdeen's catering partner Sodexo are holding a Father's Day event at Pataudry. The event will have a behind-the-scenes tour of the stadium followed by a two-course carvery lunch and a complimentary drink for every dad. Tickets cost £25 per person and £13.50 for under 12s. You can purchase tickets by calling 01224650491. That's 01224650491. Or emailing salesaberdeen, all one word, at sodexo.com. For more Don's news every day, head online to invernessreds.co.uk. On Sunday night, we announced the winner of your Aberdeen FC Player of the Year and the Red Army voted for Lewis Ferguson to receive the accolade with a massive 43.8% of the vote. He was followed by Sam Cosgrove on 34.3% and Joe Lewis on 26.5%. You can find out the full details of the votes on the Inverness Reds website and the winner of the Amazon Fire TV 4K stick and Echo Dot was Scott Morrison from Motherwell. Congratulations, Scott. And thanks to everyone that entered and voted online. Tuning in to the AFC Donscast each week. 
couldn't be easier. We're on all the popular platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, and Stitcher. And on the web at our website, afcdonscast.co.uk. Catch us on the big screen via Apple TV and on the road via Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Got a smart speaker? Just say, play AFC Donscast. One podcast. Listen everywhere every Tuesday evening from 8. It's upon us. Our last match of the 2018-19 season is this Sunday against Hibs at Easter Road for the 3pm kickoff in Edinburgh. Tickets are still on sale for that one. You can order them online at afc.co.uk forward slash e-tickets. Football on the box this week. Tonight, already underway, is the Premiership playoff match between Inverness, Cali Thistle and Dundee United on BT Sport. The return leg of that is on Friday night at 7.45pm, also on BT. On Wednesday night, the Championship playoff between Wraith Rovers and Queen of the South is on BBC Alba at 7.45pm and the return leg is also on Alba at 5 past 4 on Saturday. Elsewhere on Saturday, it's Dundee versus St Mirren for the 12.30pm kickoff at Danes on BT. And on Sunday, two matches are on Celtic versus Hearts on Sky at 3pm and Kilmarnock versus the Rangers on BT also at 3pm. Our match against Hibs will be shown live on Red TV International. Coverage starts at 2.45pm. The last AFC Dogs cast of the season will be next Tuesday from 8pm. Join me then for all the post-match reaction from the Hibs match and, of course, the week's Dons and Scottish football news. Meantime, have a good week. Thanks for listening and stand free. That's all for this week. More Aberdeen news next Tuesday evening from 8. That's all for this week from the AFC Donscast. Why not download and listen to the Here We Go AFC podcast? Discussion, reaction, interviews and special guests made by Aberdeen fans for Aberdeen fans. Tune in now for the latest episode.